The best thing you can do to eat a healthier diet in order to live a better life is to prioritize protein. Protein helps you gain and keep lean muscle mass. And the best thing about protein is that of all the macronutrients, meaning carbs, fat, and protein, protein is the most satiating of all of them, aka it keeps you fuller for longer. So when I snack, I always try and keep it high in protein. And one of the staples in this house to help with this is Paleo Valley Beef Sticks. They are 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and six grams of protein per stick. And of course, they're delicious. Chap chows down on them like crazy. So they're great for kids and adults. All the beef is sourced from small domestic farms in the U.S. The sticks are also fermented, so they're naturally high in probiotics, which are great for the gut. And grass-fed beef is higher in omega-3 fatty acids, vitamins and minerals, glutathione, CLA, bioavailable protein. They're also keto-friendly and, again, a great protein-rich snack to grab on the go. Very, very convenient. Head over to paleovalley.com forward slash zaddy to get 15% off your first order. That's paleovalley.com forward slash zaddy to get 15% off your first order. XOXO, zaddy. Hello, my stunning Zaddios. I think that's a good name for, for people who listen to the Zaddy Zone, the Zaddios. I'm going to call you that from now on. Well, we had a rampant debate yesterday online about people who stand to wipe. It is a really odd habit that I believe, I believe personally, you are the weirdos of the world. People tell me I'm the weirdo for going front to back to wipe. That, but only people who tell me that is, that's weird are people who wipe back to front. We're not even discussing people who stand. And my main problem with it, we'll get into this, but my main problem is if you stand, don't your butt cheeks squish together and create somewhat of a Rorschach test um, or a Rorschach picture. And I, so I'm vehemently against the stand, but some people were saying that it depends on the poo, which I completely understand. And I really appreciate that there are three techniques and we should maybe utilize all of them for our wiping. Um, before we get to the confessions, I just want to remind you, I've written a notebook slash checklist, a daily checklist for you. It's called Your Best Chance at a Good Day. If you're watching, I'm showing it on the screen right here. It's a beautiful matte green. Um, designed by my wonderful producer, Shane. And at the front, it's me explaining why I think these rules, these these five agreements, I guess, things that you can do every day to help love yourself um, are really necessary. And then at the top of every page, basically, there's, there's, there's a, a checklist and you can check things off, all the things that you need to do to get done to give yourself your best chance at a good day, what I believe could be your best chance at a good day. And then below that, it's just a notebook. And you can just write, you know, put, draw pictures of penises, whatever you want to do. Um, it's all there for you. Uh, I'm going to read an excerpt of it at the end of the confessions. But in the meantime, let's get right to it because I'm absolutely fascinated with what people have called in about. Hello. Luke. Mm hmm I've heard men don't want to wipe. Like, they'll wipe, but they don't really get in there. Because they think it's homosexual to spread their cheeks. Mm. That's a thing. Like, you're so afraid of the notion 
of something going up your butt yep. that you won't even clean it. Yep. I'm terrified of men. Well, let me just honestly. Let me just say this. I mean, I've never met a man personally who's afraid of wiping their butt because it might make them gay. Um, what I have heard of, and this is a thing that disgusts me, is that men don't know that they need to spread their cheeks when they get into the shower to wash up there. Men think that just getting in the shower is enough. Well, I'm here to tell you as your daddy slash zaddy that no, you need to spread your cheeks and you need to like push some water up there and just feel around with your hand. You know, you're in the shower. Everything's clean. It's okay. Just feel around with your hand. Any any stuff? You know, just just wish some water in there. Pop, 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 pop. Or you can use a washer if it makes you feel uncomfortable or gay. I will have this discussion though. Look, sticking things up my butt. I mean, I tried to use a um, what's it called? It's a thing when you are, when you're constipated and you try and stick a little pill up your butt once, and I couldn't do it. I've never had anything up there, and I'm. I, it's not that I'm afraid of being gay at all. I I just I'm just not used to things going in that direction. It's the old thing about, you know, in holes and out holes. Now, I know that that's not true. There's a G-spot up there that is completely unfulfilled in my body. I'm well aware of that. However, I've just, things going up there, just, it just doesn't work with me yet. Yet. If you listen to next week's episode with Susan Bratton, you're going to find, she's a sex therapist, intimacy coach, amazing woman, truly amazing. She says one thing about sex, never say never, just say not yet. And I say that about butt stuff. Not yet. Maybe. Maybe later. Thanks for calling in. Something that I find odd is that from I'm a sitting wiper. Mm -hmm. And my husband, though, does not even wipe at all. He goes into the shower (gasps) and decides to clean himself off there. Okay. And we've offered to get a bidet. (laughs) We have gotten flushable wet wipes. Uh I've tried everything. And I think it's weird Mm. to shower after every time you poo. Even if we're in public, he'll (laughs) go home. And he can't do anything else and has to go home (laughs) to shower before we can do anything else. So... Yeah, but wait, let me get clarification. Confession from my husband. Right, but let me get clarification on this. He poos at home. He poos out in public and has to go home to shower? Or he's like, I need to get home so I can poo and then shower? You know, that would be really strange if you pooed in public and had to rush home to shower and you didn't wipe. I mean, it is very, very, very strange. And it kind of relays back to the first one that what's wrong with wiping, bro? And what's wrong with the bidet? I experienced a bidet on Friday night. Actually, I went to my very, very rich friend's house and he had the full remote and I pressed it and it just shot up there. And I have to say, it is so good. Like, almost like, am I sinning? Good. You know what I mean? Like, it's like warm. Oh, an absolute delight. Like, it is like a, it is like somebody's underneath you with a mouthful of water and they just right at your asshole and they've got perfect aim and they're hitting it perfectly. So I don't know what this guy's, here's my problem with the shower thing. And there are a lot of people who wrote in yesterday and said, I shower after I poo, which ideal, very, very clean. 
very wasteful of water. And what happens if you, you know, get the shits one day and you have to do like, you know, when you have to do like four in a row, like four in an hour, you showering after every one or even like three, three space throughout a day. That's a lot of showering. You know, I, that's what I don't understand about this. We're going on to the next one. Here we go. So this is regarding the stand-up wipers. Um, first time I ever saw it was with my long-time partner. Uh-huh. We've been together for, at that point, probably eight years living together. We were together a little bit before that. But anyways... I walked in on him because he didn't lock the bathroom door. Uh-huh. And he was standing up, <laughs> wiping, slightly bent over. It was a shock to me. I just, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? I don't, what are you doing? He's like, get out, get out. <laughs> so he's six foot three. Oh. Um. I asked him later, why are you doing this? He's like, it's just easier. I'm too tall. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that's, he's like, well, it's just easier. Now he has no butt. (laughs) Sadly, he doesn't have a big butt. Right. So when he does stand up a bit, there's not much cheekage to smush things back. So if I did that, I, it would double the length of time for me to wipe and clean myself. Yes. So for a tall, skinny man with no butt, I can understand maybe why he does it. I think my, my favorite thing about this story is the idea of catching this man who yells, get out, like the catch, the, uh, the look of, absolute embarrassment it's like when a dog you know when you look at a dog right in the face when it's shits and it just kind of like shamedly looks like away it's like it catches eye contact with you and it looks away because in this weird way nature gets it even like shitting in nature like they're not completely cool with people watching we're very lucky as humans that we get to like lock off a, a little space for ourselves when we do that but I can see his shame and that moment when you walk in and catch him standing and slightly bent over, only slightly. The idea that he thinks that he's too tall to wipe sitting down is is dumb. It's that stupid. However, the idea that he doesn't have a butt, that all makes sense to me. That makes a lot of sense to me. Because the only way that you could get away with this is if you didn't have butt cheeks. However, when I imagine a person with no bum, I don't know about you, but I picture like a baboon. Have you ever looked at a baboon's butt? Like it's just their butthole. And particularly when they're pregnant, it's like an extra butthole. Like it's like a, it's, it's not just a butthole that's just there. It's like it's stuck. when they get pregnant, their, their butthole puffs. They've got this big red like hemorrhoid growth of a butthole. And that's what I'm picturing with your man. Like, he doesn't have a butt. He just has a butthole. <laughs> of, of which that's entirely entirely possible that a man like that could, could stand to wipe. It's a really good question, though. Do you stand fully erect or do you stand just kind of like, do you kind of remain bent over because you were, you were sitting to, to, to poo and then do you kind of remain bent over like and just stand up a little bit? That's my question about it all. Let's move on. Luke, here's the thing. Yeah? These thick thighs mm. and this fat ass, mm. 
there's no way that I can fit a hand in between any of the gaps because there are no gaps. Mm. She's just she's created a suction, like a seal over the toilet, if you will. And also, even if there was a little gap, like if I've got the right knee and leg placement, I don't want to put my cute hand into the toilet bowl where everybody else, mm. strangers, oh. friends, lovers, have shat and pissed. I don't need to do that. I don't need that negativity in my life. So I'm just going to remove my goods from the suction placed on the toilet seat, deal with it, and keep it going so you can keep your standing shame, shaming the standing. Oh, wow. See, I didn't know where she was going with that. I thought she was saying that she doesn't have this, the, she's got big butt and a big thigh, so she can't. But what she's saying is she doesn't want to reach in and do it or reach around. She doesn't, she needs to stand to give herself space because that doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's like, well, you shouldn't stand either because you've got a big butt. So your butt cheeks will squish together and create the raw shack, which no one wants the raw shack. You know, that, that belongs at a therapist's office. We don't need that in the bathroom. If you don't know what a raw shack is, Google it right now. Um, I really, I really don't understand when people say, I don't want to put my hand down in where other people have put their hand or other people have done a shit. You're not putting your hand in the water. Like, are we clear on that? Do people understand spatial awareness? There's about 13 inches or 12 inches between your butthole and the water. There's plenty of space. Like, you don't need to, you know what I mean? There's plenty of space. What she's saying is that she doesn't have space in between her thighs when she's sitting. So what she does is she stands and reaches around the back, and that's where she can find the space. I, it's an interesting physical conundrum that she's in, but I and, I and I understand it, but it sounds like she's a Rorschach queen, as <laughs> far as I'm concerned. Where are we going now? Oh, I guess this is my confession about the wiping situation, which apparently is much more nuanced than I thought. Also, apparently, I am in a minority situation mm. here. Mm-hmm. Um we got to stand. I have a squatty potty. Okay. I recommend the squatty potty Big to fan. any human. Me too. Um, they make bowel movements a breeze. A j'adore. Dare I say, a joy. A joy, yes. Um, Relax, relaxes the musculature around out. the colon. Quick. One wipe. Okay. I'm good to go. One. I always wow. do two. For safety, always do two. Agreed. Could get away with one. Wow. But in the off chance Beautiful that it colon. requires more than that, I do my initial safety wipes and then I stand up. Yes. Okay. I stand up. I put one foot up on the squatty potty oh. for easy access. Right. And this is and the widening of the cheeks. It's just a piece of cake. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Makes my life easier. Not contorting, not scrunched up. Open, easy access, comfort. Yeah. There's a way that she said piece of cake, which disgusted me. I don't want to talk about cake in regards to this. However, I do appreciate the nuance of the situation. She wipes once, she wipes a second time for safety. Then she stands and she wipes again for safety. So trying to hit a new angle there, and I like that she puts her foot up because it it, it stops her from getting the Rorschach test. She keeps her buttocks separate using the Squatty Potty. I will say, big shout out to the Squatty Potty. It is an incredible tool to relax the musculature around the colon and give you quick, easy poos. It is incredible, I will say to this person, whoever they are, well done on a very beautiful functioning sphincter. They're they're not a common thing. Most people have to wipe quite a number of times. I know I'm one of them. 
um, the fact that you could do two, but the fact that you could do one and be cool, um, that's just impressive. And I hope that that's in your bio on Instagram. We're moving on now to... So here's my thought. What about people who maybe don't have the mobility to rotate to wipe sitting down? Maybe when you stand, you have more thoracic mobility to wipe? Mm. I'm not sure, but just a thought. There's, there's definitely an idea to this. I really appreciate her. And it's very, you know, let's be aware. We don't want to be ableist. Okay, when we talk about wiping, some people are able to do things and other people are not. I think that reach like front to back wiping for me, and I have a number of women in my life who've reached out to me after I've admitted to being a front wiper and said, I do it too. I know that women aren't supposed to do it, but I do it too, and I never have had a problem. So that's that's one thing I'll say that. Because women are mostly like, for women, you should definitely wipe back to front. Well, so many women have written to me and said, well, I'm a front to wiper, front to back. uh, I reach in and I'm a, a back to fronter. You know what I'm saying? And and they, they've never had an infection or an issue. So like, I don't know about that. Anyway, but let's talk about the mobility issue. So think about if you're watching this at home, you'll be able to see me. But think about this. This movement right here is actually a very mobile movement to reach around back and wipe that way from back to f- from from front to back. That is quite a mobile twist of the obliques. The shoulders are very open there. I've often thought it looks, number one, looks very dainty to me. And I don't know if I have that mobility. I find it very easy to reach in front. Now, look at just, if you're watching at home, look at me right now. Look at this mobility, none, none required. I spread my legs, okay, bam. Look at that. There was no mobility. There was no twist here at all. The thoracic mobility necessary for a front to back white or, or a, Front to back? What am I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to front wipe, I should say. It's it's there's no mobility needed. To to stand, I just there's no there's no reason to stand ever. If you want the athletic feet, fine. Like if you don't normally work out, then maybe it's good to, you know, to to get a little squat in for yourself. But I just don't see the point of the stand. I just think that you weren't probably educated once you'd left toddlerhood. You know, at some point when you're around four, they should go, hey, by the way, you should stop the stand thing. And you're like, but, 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 I, but I always do it that way. It's like, yeah, it's much easier, though, if you just sit down and do it. But, 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 but I like to stand. It's like, it doesn't make sense. You should stay seated and make sure you get everything, okay? But, but, but standing makes, but standing is, but, 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 but it just doesn't make sense for anyone who's not a toddler. We're moving on. We're going down to... Okay, so I've wanted to share my theory with you for so long. I've just never done it, and now I am. Hit me. So I'm a forward wiper, so I want to talk about the forward and back. I'm not sure how I became a forward wiper, whether I, you know, when I was younger, I obviously saw my mum do it. Maybe, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if my mum's forward or back, but anywho. See a woman who's forward wiper. Um, and I've never had any issues with... Um, uh, Infections. Vaginal bacteria or whatever. Yep. Any discomfort or anything from doing so. Yep. No complaints from lovers, I'm assuming. Because I don't wipe my period into my vagina. But I wanted another theory on the whole forward and back, why I think forward is better. Because I've worked in aged care, I've worked in hospitals with elderly and all that sort of thing. So the moment they can't, the reason they can't wipe their bum is generally because they can't reach or, you know, they're leaning too far forward, it becomes a danger to themselves um, and they still can't reach. Or they can, but it's just too dangerous. Mm. Anywho, 
if they could wipe from the front, if they knew how to wipe from the front, because generally people who can wipe from the back don't know how to do it from the front. People who wipe from the front can't do it from the back. Like, they just can't. They can't even teach themselves. It's mm. just weird. Mm. But if they had done it from the beginning and wiped from the front, then I be- truly believe they would have zero issues wiping themselves because they can still wipe if they do a wee, women, mm. like even elderly. Do you know what I mean? But when, as soon as it comes, right. as soon as it's like fecal, no, can't do it mm. if they're doing it from the back. If yeah. I reckon they learned from the front, from the beginning, they have no issues and it would be happy days. They wouldn't be worried about anyone having to wipe their butt yeah. or anything like that. Anywho, that is my yeah, wow, I really appreciate that. And what I appreciate most about it is that nuance that women, when they wee, wipe from the front. <laughs> but when they poo, they wipe from the back. And there's a, and there's a, there's a nuance here because it's like, well, women are wipey dexterous. Men maybe aren't so wipey dexterous. The thing that what woman was saying is that we should be wipey dexterous. We shouldn't just wipe from the front or just from the back. We should be able to do it all because who knows in old age – Maybe you won't have that mobility through th- the thoracic spine to be able to reach behind. We should be doing it all and practicing often our different dextrouses. You know, I'm not, a, 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 I'm not ashamed to maybe start standing just so that in an old age I'm ready should that ever be an issue and I need to stand to wipe. Are you dextrous? It could add years to your life. Wipey dexterous. Where my wipey dexterous queens at? That's going to be the name of my new uh, fitness studio. It's called Wipey Dexterous. We mostly work uh, at mobility through the thoracic and also techniques for wiping, all three. So Mondays is backy, backy to fronty. Uh, Tuesday is fronty to backy. And Wednesdays we do standing. And then Thursdays is all three. So it's like a full body day. Beautiful. Let's move on to. Hey, Luke. Um, I love. You. I'm a big fan. I just, I just well. loved you and Sabrina. Oh, this is embarrassing. Just love you on your stories. Thank you. You inspire me to make funny stories, oh, but I try. Anyways, my name is Kostuba, and I'm from India. And from where I am, I feel like I'm. My place is kind of superior when it comes to shitting and being hygienic because we have something called a hand faucet which is similar to a bidet but it's not okay it is like a jet jet spray or whatever you guys call it mm-hmm. it's not connected to the shower it's connected to the, to the commode but like yeah we use that commode to toilet <laughs> wash uh-huh our butts uh-huh. this is this is so weird i okay. i don't know what i'm doing but i it's hope okay. you get this message i, I understand like it's two o'clock in the morning in my place mm-hmm. and yeah i mean we don't we don't wipe we sit down we all sit down and wash uh-huh. i'm i'm not gonna generalize the male male um population but mm-hmm. i'm just gonna say that we all sit down and wash Okay. We could never imagine wiping our asses. It's just disgusting. Got it. Listen, isn't this an amazing cultural experience? We just had somebody call in from India and and they and and she says that they're a superior shitting race. I agree. I don't know if you've ever seen what um in in certain countries they don't have the sit down toilet that other people have i'm sure everyone's aware of this but you you squat and the great thing about the squat is that it is the perfect it's 
what why we have a squatty potty in the west is because we want to mimic the squat without the strain but the great thing about that is about the squat is it gives you all of the feeling of the squatty potty in a squat position so you're getting like you know you're you're actively using the legs and the glutes and you're in a position that you don't want to be in for very long so you actively want to get out of it you want to be done with your business you don't sit around on your phone for 20 minutes like my bowel movements sometimes take which apparently isn't that great and you you get out of that position so health wise she's not wrong they are superior shitters but she's also saying they're superior in the sense that they wash they don't wipe they wash and it sounds like a jet stream up the tush. So it sounds like a double because it's like an amazing wash, but also it would feel really, really good. As I told you, Saturday, Friday night, I experienced that. It is a delight, I have to say. Also, thanks for the compliments. I really appreciate it. I think people aren't considering several things about this whole front wipe, back wipe, standing wipe business. I don't care what you do. Oh. I don't think any of us should really be caring what anybody else is doing. It's not like oh, wow. we see them wiping. Wow. What we should really be focused on is the two Ds, the double Ds, if you will. Mm-hmm. Dingleberries <laughs> and dookie stains. Because as a man, you really want to avoid those things at all costs. I don't want my wife to have to look at my underwear and be like, does this man even know how to wipe? <laughs> That's the thing. I don't want her looking at me and being like, my God, did he not learn how to wipe in grade school? Like, what? What? I never want her to have to to think those thoughts. So I don't really care at all about front wipe or standing up or any of that. You do you. Mm -hmm. You do what needs to be done. Yeah. It's a a beautiful political statement. (laughs) The, The dookie stains made me laugh. Oh my gosh, I tell you what, one time I was with an ex-girlfriend, we were in my room where I used to live and I remember I'd, I'd clearly not wiped properly because I sat down on the bed naked and there was just a little poo stain there and we were talking and and I saw it and she saw it and we just didn't talk about it, but I was like, that is so clearly a poo stain, a dookie stain as this guy calls it. And it's so embarrassing. But I do believe that we could all get better at our technique of wiping, especially when I saw that Doogie stain. I was horrified. But I also loved, I think it's so funny looking back on it now that we just didn't talk about it. Like she was my girlfriend. We should have been more open. Thus, I didn't marry her. If she'd called it out and we had a giggle about it, maybe. No, no. Kara was the one for me. But interesting to talk about that little bit of poo that was right there. Hello, Luke Cook. My name's Katie. Continuing on the poo theme discussion, and I don't know if you exhausted it or not, but I've had lots of these discussions with friends and colleagues. Uh And the other part that you haven't discussed is whether people look at the toilet paper when they've wiped their bum. (laughs) I do. I feel like it's like a little mini health check, but a lot of people don't look at the toilet paper to make sure that their hole is clean. (laughs) Yes. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Well, a really good point. Like, do you look down at all? You know, do you look down when you when you wipe, or do you just hope for the best? I, <laughs> I'm okay, everyone. Uh, uh, my picture, the Zaddy's own picture, has fallen behind me. 
I'm I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay, but I nearly did die. Um, I never. I always look down to check, and I understand why people don't because they want, don't want to look at something disgusting, which is so lame. Like it's your shit. Are you disgusting? No, you poo. You're regular. You should look. But what about what about the other question? Do you look at your shit before you flush it? Like, do you have a little peekaboo? From time to time, I bend over and really have a good gaze, like just a you know scan. How's it going? Like it is the the temperature gauge, the health gauge for what's going on inside of you. Like if you want to know if everything's okay, are you shitting regularly? And what does that shit look like? Where it is it where is it on the Bristol stool chart? And that's why these discussions, people like poo-poo these discussions, LOL. And like, why are you talking about it again? I tell you why I'm talking about it. Because it's fun, number one. Two, it's funny. Three, if if it helps people to openly talk about their shit, we can catch a problem earlier. You should be talking to other people about your poo. You should be looking down after you wipe a poo. And from time to time, I, I think you should be looking at your poo and scanning it and making sure there's no funny colors or, you know, whatever in there and, and talk about it with your friends. You know, my mom was a nurse. I grew up in a place where if we had strangers or people over for dinner who I didn't know that well, my mom would ask in front of everyone darling, have you done a poo today? And it's like, where did that come from? But it was, she found it to be a necessary and unembarrassing conversation topic. And I'm so glad that I grew up in a household like that because look at me now, mom, I'm spreading it out to the masses. Thanks so much for calling in. I think it's a great question. Do we look at our own poo wipe? Slightly off topic, but I used to exchange shit pictures with my crush and um it was highly erotic <sighs> no judgment no judgment i i personally don't find it erotic but i can see how you would find it erotic because it is so private you know and private things are more erotic it's why anuses can be so erotic because they're so, I mean, to me, as a straight man, at least, like vaginas is the go-to, right? That's where you go. You don't go to the anus, but that's why it can be a little bit more erotic because it's just a little bit less spoken about, a little bit less thought of. It's hidden. That can be what makes it erotic. Um, full disclosure, and this was not erotic, but I sent a picture of a, my poo to Kara the other day because it was just so incredibly long. Just so like it was, it was like a, it was a foot. No, it was longer than a foot. A foot is twelve inches. It's the stupidest measure. A foot is twelve. What is that? This is an American thing. Why do Americans, why do Americans measure a foot as twelve inches? Is it because it was Abraham Lincoln's foot size or something? It's the stupidest measure. Anyway, it would have been longer than a foot. It was so long, and when you do that, you have to take a picture of it. And you have to share it with a loved one if you can. Share it with the lads or share it with the gals. Share it with a if you can share it with a partner and they're cool with it, marry them. This highly erotic thing I find very odd, but there is no judgment here. I really appreciate that you uh, wanted to share that with me. And if you find poo pictures erotic, hey, you're easily pleased in my opinion. Because everyone does basically one every day. There's plenty of eroticism to go around. 
I'd like to move on to from the confessions to reading just a part of my book with you. And as you probably know, there's five agreements in this book, five things that I think that you can do every day that is really accessible um, as long as you can move for 30 minutes. And I understand there are some people in the world who can't do that, but if you can move for 30 minutes, that's a really good start. Also, get natural light in your eyes. That's for the sake of your circadian rhythm and your body. Also, um, cook yourself a meal every day. I just think it's a nice message that you're sending yourself when you cook yourself a meal that you are worthy of love. Number two, give you, uh, number four, sorry, give yourself a compliment. And number five, give somebody else a compliment. Okay, so I'm going to read just an excerpt from Give Yourself a Compliment. Give yourself a compliment. Just one every day and make sure it's true. No lies. There are plenty of true things you can say to yourself that are compliments. This is the agreement that I get most pushback on, and it's true, and mostly by people complaining that they can't think of one nice thing to say about themselves. This is due to a couple of things, I believe. One, low self-esteem, and two, a misunderstanding of what what constitutes a compliment. Compliments are not grandiose poems of love and devotion. You don't have to say a soliloquy into the mirror. Here are a few examples of compliments you could give yourself. I handled this morning really well. I went for a walk. Well done me. I look great in these shoes. I've got a great ass. I kept my cool in the meeting with my boss. I didn't feel like getting out of bed today, but I did. You were really helpful to so-and-so today. I cooked myself a a meal. Well done me. You are a great friend to so-and-so. And there's a few more I've listed here examples. But this is how simple it is to give yourself a compliment. Now, let's talk about self-esteem. The issue with the way you see yourself is that you have seen yourself with such depth and intricacy your entire life. You have seen every silly mistake you have ever made, and you've seen all the big ones too. You've seen you mess up and slip and fall in public, and you've seen you looking your best, and you've seen you after you've had your tonsils out or when you've just woken up and your face is all puffy. You've smelt your worst fart and your worst breath and your stinkiest pee. And it is for this precise reason that you may be inclined to think that you are a big, unlovable idiot. And the truth is not the total opposite of that. You are an idiot, but you are not unlovable. Let me be clear and don't get offended. You are an idiot because you make endless mistakes. You put your foot on your mouth. You don't always nail it. Newsflash, you are not perfect. Also, newsflash, no one else is either, a.k.a. we are all idiots. Sure, you've got your own special brand of idiot, but if your excuse for not being worthy of love is because you mess up from time to time, I'm sorry to tell you, you're wrong. Here's an illustration that helps me clarify. I have a two-year-old son named Chaplin. He likes trucks, throwing his food, and dancing. Chaplin makes mistakes all the time. He often disregards my feelings and my orders, and he's eaten sand, dirt, and dog poo at various times. AKA, Chaplin is an idiot, an incredibly cute idiot. Here's the question. Is he any less worthy of love because of these mistakes and errors and ignorances, these idiocies? Obviously not. And how are you, listening to this, different from Chaplin? You may want to answer because I'm an adult and I know better. Or he's still learning. I'm not. Are you not still learning? Do you know better? And at what age did you stop giving yourself grace for messing up and making mistakes? 
Were you 8, 10, 18? And why? Age is not a determinant of someone's worth. There is no age where it is no longer okay to mess up. View yourself as a toddler sometimes and give yourself some grace and love. Well, we're at the end of our confession session. I hope you've enjoyed this. If that excerpt sounds good to you, go ahead and check out um, the link in my bio. There's a link in the show notes here and check out the book. I think it's a really good book for everybody who's on a journey of self-betterment, but I really do particularly think it's great for somebody who's just starting out because it's all about little baby steps, the little baby steps that we can take to talk to ourselves better, to treat ourselves better, and therefore come into a better alignment with ourselves and those around us. Um, also, I have noticed that a few people have written and said, oh, I'm, I'm in Australia. Why is, it, uh, why is shipping so expensive? We're working on that. Yes, we're working on it. So sending lots of love to you, Zadios. Hope you enjoyed this confession session. Ciao. If you've enjoyed this episode of The Zaddy Zone, I encourage you to subscribe and rate our podcast five stars. And if you feel so generous, please write a review. Say how much you loved it. Um, I only want to provide value to you, and I hope you're feeling some value by listening to it. We're not asking for any money. Just a nice old rate, review, subscribe. XOXO. Sadie.